Welcome to Pod Oxford, the podcast series about Oxford University admissions. My name is Mike Nicholson, and I'm Director of Undergraduate Admissions at the University. And with me today is James Tibbet from our international office. James, um, we have at the moment about 10% of our students who are undergraduates from international locations. And they obviously add a lot of diversity to the student body here at the university. But I think it is very important for students to appreciate that if they are applying from overseas, there may be some particular factors they need to take into account. Just fairly briefly, could you give me some indications of the sort of things that an international student should do to prepare for studying in Oxford? Yes, well, I, I think it's important to research thoroughly what subject you want to study. Entry requirements at Oxford are, are strict, and generally for British students, we'd be looking at three A's at A level. And then as an international student, you'll want to compare how your qualifications match this. And you'll, you'll find more details on our website. We have a, a list of all the countries and how your degree translates to this equivalent. So that's a good area to start with and research that. And the university has recently introduced some very formal English language requirements. Yes, well, to begin with, the level. We're looking for IELTS at 7 or TOEFL at 600. Um, or the Cambridge exam as well. Um, we have some details on our website of all the different English language tests. And it's important as well that your certificate is within the last two years. The students who are coming to study in the UK will, from I think 2009, probably need to, to actually have an English language certificate to, to, as part of their visa process. That's my understanding, is that correct? That, that, that's right. Some of the immigration regulations are changing in 2009, so you, you'll have to get this certificate prepared in advance. I think for an international student coming to study in the UK, one of the areas that they're probably very much concerned about is how they're going to finance their studies, James. The university can provide assistance in helping students find scholarships, is that correct? That is correct, yes. We, we deal with scholarships in the international office and we have the Oxford Student Scholarship for students from developing countries. And then we also have some other scholarships such as Dolverton and Hill, which are targeted to particular countries. But students, I don't think, should assume that the university can provide funding support. No, that's, that's right. And um, the number of scholarships is limited, so it's important that you look at the scholarships the university can provide and then also look at other options which would be looking at the British Council website for their scholarships and looking at their search facility as well. The students who are coming will need to be able to indicate to visa authorities uh, that they've got uh, adequate financial support. At what sort of stage does that need to be available? Is this something that they need to have ready to provide at the point that they're making their application or is this something that will need to be maybe you know, two or three months down the line when they're making their visa application? Well, the visa process sometimes can take a while to organise and you need to make sure you have all the correct documents. So you'll need your unconditional offer from Oxford and then you'll also need evidence that you can cover the costs while you're in Oxford. At Oxford you'll find that you'll, you'll get your admission decision by mid-January 2008, so that should give you plenty of time to make all these arrangements probably in early summer. And again, there'll be advice available on the International Office website, but also students should contact their local British Embassy, British Consulate, and also, of course, uh, UK Immigration Visa Services website. Yes, we have information available on the International Office website about applying for a visa in your home country, 
Or if, for example, you're already in the UK doing A-levels, you have the option of just extending your visa while in the UK. And we also have some guidance about how to do that. There are costs associated with applying for visas. Does it make a difference whether students apply within the UK or, or if, if, if they apply overseas for their visa? Because we will have some students who are listening who are already studying in the UK. Yes, it, it tends to be cheaper to apply overseas. At the moment, it's about £99 to apply overseas. And then if you're already in the UK, you'll find that you'll need to extend your visa if, for example, you've, you're just completing your A-levels. And that, that's quite expensive at the moment. That's £295. Could you also talk maybe a little bit about the additional support? Because I think if you're coming to study in the UK, particularly if you haven't studied previously, here, there must be all sorts of adjustment issues, cultural issues that, that students need to be aware of. Is there anything the university does in particular to assist uh, students make that transition? Yes, the international office runs an orientation programme for new international students and we have two separate programmes, one for postgraduate and one for undergraduates. And what sort of things does that involve, James? Uh, we generally look at all the central services provided by the university. We'll look at library and computing, and then we'll also explain how the how the course subject works and explain a bit about the teaching and what's expected of you. And then we'll give you some more practical information for international students. We'll look at visa issues and culture shock and adjusting to life in the UK. Do we give any help with things like setting up bank accounts? Or? We, we, we do, actually. and We also have um, an hour during this programme where you'll, you'll be able to meet some of the banks and uh, meet the career service, and it'll be a good opportunity for, for you also to meet other international students from your home country. And typically, does this happen before the start of the academic teaching, or is this something that's integrated into the, the academic year? This orientation programme runs every year, and it's that the week before term starts. So students would have to be aware that they had to make themselves available at that point. Their, 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 their first trip to the UK wouldn't be yeah. on day one of the teaching term. No, that, that's right. Your college will send you some inf information about the orientation programme, and then you'll, you'll make arrangements to come early to Oxford. Thank you very much, James. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast and don't want to miss the next one, sign up to our RSS feed at www.admissions.ox.ac.uk forward slash podcasts. You'll also find podcasts at this site from previous recordings. Alternatively, you can subscribe to this via iTunes. Simply search for Oxford University or Pod Oxford. And if there are any specific issues you would like us to address in future podcasts, please email us at podoxford at admin, A-D-M-I-N, dot ox, dot ac, dot uk. <laughs>